having control of your vessel. It's the 18 minute preacher taking control of his vessel, his human vehicle, this human vehicle <laughs> by which my spirit rides in. <laughs> This human vehicle at which my spirit rides in. You see, you gotta understand, see. You can be a human vehicle out of control. You see, I've been in a car. I fell asleep driving once and the car was driving itself. I woke up with two wheels on the road and two wheels in the dirt. And I was dreaming. I was dreaming I was driving sleep. Hallelujah. So the vehicle you see can drive itself. I was driven by my flesh, filled with lust, unquenchable desire. My flesh was driving me. I was hung up in all my pain and misery because of the deeds of the flesh and others. My soul took control of my life and kept presenting to me an endless array of stories told and untold. driving your human vehicle is it your pain your misery your suffering is that what you get up in the morning every do is that what you get up in the morning every morning to do appease your pain you gotta ask your misery what we doing today Where you want to go today, sorrow? How many stories you want to go back over? Dysfunction. Who's driving? I know what it's like to have a vehicle being driven by rejection. You see, I, you can live in the soul life 
You can live in the flesh. And some of you, you can allow your spirit to take the will. You can allow your spirit to sit down behind that will of your life, your spirit. And then next to your spirit is going to be the Holy Spirit on the passenger side while your soul rides in the back seat. And if you're, you're good enough, put it in the, put it in the trunk. Put your soul in the trunk. You got to put your soul, your soul man, your soul mind in the back seat of your life, your human vehicle. <laughs> Let your spirit take the wheel. Good morning, brother. You see, you got the wrong driver in the driver's seat. I used to see this T-shirt. It says, uh, Jesus is my co-pilot. <laughs> well, you going to crash. You, you better swap seats. You better get in the back. <laughs> and let Jesus and the Holy Spirit sit up front. Come on, I'm talking to somebody in plain English and plain talk. See, your, your soul life, your flesh life been running your life too long. Your soul life been driving your vehicle too long. Your flesh life been driving your vehicle too long. <laughs> Good morning, book. Time for you to allow your spirit to take over. Grow up your spiritual man. I'm talking to you. I see you looking back at me in the spirit. I'm see you. I see you woman looking back at me with a smirk on your face. That's all right. But I tell you this daughter of Christ, you better grow up spiritually. You better put down your vanity and you better grow up in your heart and your mind and your spirit and your understanding of who your God is. You better grow up and put on another the mind man man i see you over there i see you flexing i see you filled with the vanity of women i see you over there i would suggest a believer in god i would suggest believer in the most high i would suggest believer in the lord jesus christ is your savior that should get in the back seat put down your mini makeups you know, men wear makeup too, you know. They make themselves up to be this. They make themselves up to be that. I suggest you get in the back seat. See your vanity been driving. No, I, uh, you know, it takes a long time to get to this kind of place in your heart. It takes many years to get to a place in your heart where you're not in controversy with God. You know why many of us can't go forward in the Lord? We got a controversy with him. We got an unresolved issue. <laughs> when mama died when you was young, that's an unresolved issue. <laughs> when daddy left, when daddy died, pick a subject. When this tragedy happened to you, 
and this trauma came into your life. You felt that God abandoned you, so therefore you got an issue with him now. You got an issue with his love. You got an issue with his mercy, because deep down in your heart, you're saying, where was you when I really needed you? When I was being molested, where was you then, God? So you got an issue with God. You see, you ain't realizing that your forefathers signed up for two kinds of knowledge. You don't realize that your forefathers signed up for two kinds of knowledge. The knowledge of good and evil. Well, you know, sometimes the evil comes as well as the good. So you have to understand that God is not obligated to save you from what you signed up for mankind. But because he loves you, because he's merciful, because he's forgiven giving because he understands his enemy. So you have to understand God would only be unjust. God would only be unjust if he didn't provide for you a savior. God would would only be uh, unrighteous if he didn't provide for you a savior. See, you got to understand God knows you in trouble. God knows you hurting. God knows you being destroyed. God knows you being Put on the edge of the sword and pierced through. God knows that. That's why he provided for you a savior. See, he didn't just leave you there. He just didn't leave you in the grave. He gave you an opportunity through his son, Jesus Christ. See, this is preaching. See, this is preaching that drives you towards a man. See, that's true preaching. That kind of preacher has to be sent. Can't be conjured up. See, many of us been under conjured up pre preaching. <laughs> and someone decided they had a, a sterling personality. <laughs> and therefore, they go forth with a smile. There's no blood attached to the word. No flesh and blood attached to it. I remember saying something to someone about a mediator. I say something about belief. So you know what the thing of it about belief, you need a mediator. Hallelujah. See, I say, well, what do you mean? You look around the world, all the other religions have a mediator, even if their works are just their mediation. See, they still want to offer something. The mediation is the offering. See, when people offer things onto their God, the gods of this world, that's a form of mediation that they are performing before their God. See. You bow seven times this way and that and this and don't eat that and this and that. That's your mediation to your God. You see, come on now, all them offerings given to the gods of this world, that is their mediation. That's their offering. That's their, that's their, that's their asking for favor. For the Lord God Almighty created, provided a mediator, an atonement once, a man. He say, I'm just going to allow it one time because that's all that's needed is one time. I'm going to provide a lamb as a mediation between me and this rebellious image and likeness. Who you think you're dealing with here? You think you're dealing with just an ideology? 
I'm trying to hold myself into an intelligent fashion for you upper crusty ones. That you might even know the power of the living God. Don't worry, 18 minute preacher pumping up on what? 13 minutes. I might have five to go. Who's driving your human vehicle? Your logical mind? I, was, I would like to say I'm talking to the born again believer. But now I'm just talking out in the air. <laughs> that some ear might pick it up. You know, there's, they sent out uh, these microphones out in space that they might pick up something. A bleep. A dot, a tittle. Some form of communication by some alien. <laughs> Somebody might pick this up as it goes out into the airways. Who driving your vehicle? Is it your spirit? Is the Holy Spirit your co-pilot? <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Your spirit got to get behind the wheel of your life. Your spirit man, your spirit woman has to get behind the wheel of your life. Sit down. Buckle up. Spiritual man, spiritual woman, you about to take the wheel and drive your car. You look over to the right of you. Or to the left of you, depending upon what country you driving in. And you see the Holy Spirit sitting next to you. Your soul can peek its head up from the back seat. And put your flesh in the trunk. This is not talking in riddles. This is spiritual talk. You open up your spirit. Draw you in with a flame. Draw you to a flame. Draw you to a flickering. You've been wandering around and groping in the dark. Born again, believer, too long. I'm drawing you to a flickering, to a light. Drawing you to a spectrum. Holy Spirit is fishing for you. And you, and you, and you. Holy Spirit is fishing for you. Holy Spirit wants you. I used to see a poster growing up. <laughs> Something about some of our body's army on you. Well, the Holy Spirit wants you. Holy Spirit got its eye on you. You in the crosshairs, man. You in the crosshairs of the Holy Spirit.
I know, I know. Many of you don't believe in the Holy Spirit like that. You think it's like the wind. It's like a force, just like the wind. I get it. How can you not think that way with a natural mind? I realized long ago, God is not limited to my imagination. Who am I to tell God what he can do and what he can't do? Because it don't make sense to me. There's whole religions that have founded their principle upon what is logical. And they approach God in logic. Not realizing. The wisdom of man is foolishness to God. God's foolishness is wiser than men. It's a foolish thing for God to have to put up with this. Oh, Lord Jesus, for the sake of love. God putting up with this foolishness. Putting up with this sin, putting up with this rebellion, putting up with you walking away, putting up with you ignoring him, putting up with you until your fullness is over. Until the fullness of the Gentiles have come in. They're being packed down right now in the spirit. You look in the spirit, the Gentiles are being packed down right now. The fullness is, is being packed down. Somebody prayed and say, Lord, pack it tighter. Somebody say, pack it tighter. Somebody say, get a few more in. Somebody say, pack it tighter. Get a few more in, Lord. Tarry a little longer, Lord, so we can maybe save a few more, Lord, so we can maybe help a few more, Lord. Pack it in. You don't understand the angels are packing it in right now. Pushing it down, putting a little more on top. That ain't quite full, full yet. Jesus said, go back out there. My, my harvest ain't done yet. Go back out there and get some more. Pack it down. Go out there and get some more hires. Get some more laborers. Pack it down. We in the age of packing it down. <laughs> 